You're listening to the John and Kane Show, and now your hosts, John and Kane. Hello, Kane. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's the John and Kane Show. My name is John. And my name is Kane. It is Monday, November 2nd. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a good Halloween weekend? Oh, sure. Did you? Remember how we on the show, like, weeks ago when it wasn't even time, we talked about, you know, candy and its sugar content and how diabetics actually act over Halloween? Yes. I wonder if we should bring Thomas on to talk about his Halloween experience as a diabetic. Thomas, what was your uh, experience? No, is that mic not on? Oh, Hold you're on. not on? You sure? All right, well, then we'll do it later. We'll do it later! We'll do it later! F it! We'll do it later! You know, I think it's funny, like, like Kane wanted this to happen. I don't think it is. No, you're not on. No, I just think it's, I think it's funny <laughs> that we start the show and all of our engineers leave the room. I know, they walked out. They as just, soon as they started, they're like, eh, eh we we're can go good. to the bathroom, we're good. get some coffee. Well, anyway. Speaking um, of which, get me coffee. I mean, do you have a story for real? You do come over oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come right, use one of our mics here. then. Just, just use my mic. It, it has a condom on it. Oh, my. So uh, over Halloween, uh, one of my friends decided to do a one of those Facebook recipes. Yeah. And so he took three giant cans of apples okay. in a crock pot. So what do you do is you layer the bottom of the crock pot with a can of apples. Okay. You put in four sticks of butter. Okay. You take two bags of the pumpkin spice cake mix. Ooh, that sounds good. So the the the, the floury stuff, you put yeah, that yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah. You add four more sticks of butter, and what? then you put another can of apples or Who two cans. Who the hell? Cans. Is Paula Dean doing this yes. thing? Yes. I'm telling you, I had like one tablespoon of that and went almost into a diabetic coma. Seriously. It was so much sugar. But how good was it? How oh good was God, it? Oh my God, it was so delicious. I jacked up my pump like you would not believe. It was insane. <laughs> jacked up my pump. He jacked up his pump That's like right. we you need, wouldn't believe. We need to put that on a t-shirt for him. I know, right? And send him to Golden Corral. I jacked up my pump. I jacked up my and pump. I'm in the dessert section. All right. Well, anyway, speaking of food and desserts, it's going to be a really fun show today. We've got Suzanne Corbett going to be on the show. Nice. Not only will you learn about our 19th century connection, you will also learn about our 20th century 15-year-old connection. Oh, wow. When I was 15. Mm. Now that it's 15 years. Really? Oh, dude. I'm interested. I mean, like, I'm crazy background together. And then the beautiful, the lovely, the talented Stacey Taubman will be with us. Yeah. From, uh, from well, Girls Dreaming Big. That's right. And the uh, Rise Collaborative Workspace That's and all right. that. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun today. So do stay with us. Um, again, we hope you enjoyed all... Don't, don't eat all your candy in one fill, sweet mm, No, don't. Right? Although you can come by the show this week and... Bring some if you want. Mm. Sour Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? We'd love some. Maybe Wednesday we'll have some more Sour Patch Kids. Mm, maybe. We'll, we'll, see. we'll, we'll see. see. All right. We'll be right back on the John and Kane Show committed to fun, funny, and making the world a better place. Ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a, a journey now back Back a hundred and some odd years, one might say. I wasn't aware of this. I didn't pack a bag or anything. Uh, well, don't worry about it because we're just going to be there for a little while. Oh, okay then. <laughs> I don't know why my 19th century voice suddenly became I my 1920s voice. You're probably right because that's all I know how to do. <laughs> With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, introduce our next guest, Susan Corbett. Susan, Susan. Corbett! 
Now, Suzanne, all right. So all right. she, so you know what? I knew her in a different way, which we'll explain about in a few moments. Mm. But anyway. This is interesting, so, too, by the way. So Suzanne is the author of The Gilded Table, Recipes mm. and Table History from the Campbell House. Now, oh, I love Campbell Soup. Is that what this is all about? No, oh, it is not. No, no. It's a it, different Campbell. It's oh. a different soup. I That's had right. no idea. Absolutely. Well, so many people don't realize that downtown St. Louis, there is preserved a beautiful 19th century example of, you know, a well-to-do family in St. Louis, right? Oh, indeed. And so so, so talk a little bit about the Campbells and your book, and then we'll step a little deeper as we go. Okay, well, the Campbells, if, if there could be an equivalent of a Bill Gates in St. Louis in the 19th century, it would have been Robert Campbell. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a self-made man, made his fortune in the West, and and selling all the tools of the trade to go West, became unbelievably wealthy, invested in gold mines, steamships, hotels. And when he settled here, married his wife, brought her here. After a little while, he bought a home on Lucas Place, which was the fashionable place in town, which is now Locust Street. And that house was built originally in 1851. He moved into it in 1854, gave Virginia, his wife, an unlimited amount of money to go out and buy, buy, buy. And you can see all the wonderful things that she did with this house from gold gilt uh, cornices on the windows to fabrics, unbelievable furnishings. But what I fell in love with was all the dishes, all the uh. culinary things, because I'm a food historian. Uh. Which doesn't mean I go in the back of people's refrigerators and figure out <laughs> right, what the hell's exactly. back there. No, no, you'd no, have, you'd have a fun time different. in my refrigerator. That's all I'm saying. That's an archaeological dig all That's into right. itself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I ignore expiration dates. All right. I ignore well, them all. this is a little bit further back than that. Oh, okay, I got you. But she recorded a handwritten collection of recipes, much like your grandmommy or your mom would have done by clipping recipes and jamming them into a recipe box. She handwrote all these things out. Like They were 226 of them. Wow. And it was an original book that when the house opened as a public museum back in the 1943, and that stayed in the family until 1938. Wow. And it was like a time capsule. But that cookbook, along with all the culinary dishes and the equipment and, and all the rich things that associate itself with the table, um, they've always used it as their touchstone for their interpretation. Yeah. So you're saying that from the 19th century all the way up until 1938, that it stayed in the family and they didn't make any changes? They didn't make any changes. Really? Not at all. Because when Robert... Campbell died, and Virginia, who followed him in death in two years later. Right. But that's an interesting story, those two all into itself. But out of their 13 kids, there were only three surviving sons. And the two that um, survived through up into the 20th century, the last one died in 38. Wow. And when their mother died, Hugh and Hazlett, who were the remaining two sons, just kept things just exactly where they were. They didn't throw out anything. They kept things. They, they even kept the corks from their wines and their whiskeys, and we found them in the basement. So we know what they were drinking. They really liked the Bushmills. Nice. Love it. All right. So <laughs> when we come back, I want to share with you how I was able to find Suzanne's book, The Gilded Table, because I think it's an interesting conversation, which then looped into how we know each other from 20 years. 
years ago. Mm. Oh, that's a doozy. I can't wait for just that. Just 20? You what? Mm, just 20? Uh, you write 20-something. Fine, I'm okay. trying to make myself right. younger than I am, okay? Right. <laughs> See the drama already happening? Ooh. She might want to send me away to a room, oh, which I will explain. Familiar. <laughs> Stay with us, John and Kane Show. Our guest is Suzanne Corbett. She is the author of The Gilded Table, Recipes and Table History from the Campbell House. Thank That's you, Suzanne, for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so I'm gonna. everybody on the show has heard this story many times, so I'm going to do it as briefly as I can, okay? So for the last decade, I've been, I've been doing research and lectures on Charles Parsons. Charles Parsons lived two blocks from Robert Campbell. Mm-hmm. During the Civil War, Robert Campbell had a book called, I'm sorry, had a boat called, called the Steamer Campbell, right? Robert Campbell. He owned a couple of boats. Well, he owned a couple of boats, right? Well, this boat in particular was was taken by Charles Parsons as the general quartermaster in the city of St. Louis and used, and then the South sunk it. So Robert Campbell was like, government, I would like some money back. So there was a huge legal battle between Charles Parsons representing the United States government and Robert Campbell in saying that he wanted his $50,000 back for his really nice steamer boat, right? Don't so, blame him. I know, right? So a couple of months ago, here I am, I'm I'm going through this, and I suddenly I come across your book, and I'm like, wait, this is this is perfect. Oh my gosh! And then I find all these connections between Robert and Charles, because Charles would go on later to start Washu's art collection, mm-hmm. among other things, right? And and so then I reached out to producer Thomas, and I'm like, book Suzanne Corbett for the show, and you said, I know Suzanne from when I went to college. Oh, and then I was like, wait a minute. Wait, Suzanne Corbett, what does she look like? And we had a conversation. I'm like, you know what? She used to be my detention teacher. Yes, I said detention teacher. That's right. That means that I stayed in detention. So a hard lot. to believe. Because I was, hard was for a me. sergeant, you know, for Lindbergh High School. <laughs> right. And it's hard for me to believe that John ever went to detention even once. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Was it really strict back then, Suzanne, or what's the story? Oh, well, you know, uh, you had to show up on time, and then that was a biggie. I don't know, but what did I write you? Well, what the heck did I throw you out for? I was always funny. And you were like, there's no place for funny in here. And then you would send me out. <laughs> well, well, you know, I had to maintain decorum, my it's dear. Okay. It, look, it doesn't matter. Decorum. It makes a great story because then 20 plus years later, here we are on our radio show talking about your book. Yeah, I'm telling you, there is a God. like <laughs> And he probably... Came up with detention. He did. He did. He totally did. And he came up with the whole idea of John going all the time. That's true. Like all the time. (laughs) At least that's what I hear. We get it. All the time. Go back about the book. Okay, sorry about that. So the Gilded Table. Now, I, I myself, I don't read books that much, right? And I thought right in the beginning this was about Campbell's Soup or something, but... A lot of people did when yeah. I was working on this for th- over three years. Well, you were talking about the recipes, right? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking when you were mentioning that, that these were recipes from the late 1800s. Um, they'd probably be real food recipes, right? Not like today where we have like secret spices and herbs and things, you know what I mean? Like Colonel Sanders or whatnot. These recipes would probably be more healthy than the stuff we're eating today is what I'm saying. Well, it just depends on what you define as healthy, mm. because there are those who just do not real food. think about lard as being healthy or short. Well, everything in moderation, but as if Every, it's real. Thank you, thank you. Everything in moderation. Yes, indeed. But these recipes are recipes that have a, a very interesting story about them because they're what, what you're talking about is real food, but they're food that celebrates the. 
the the fact of you you going to sit and dine. Yeah. And dining was an occasion. Yeah, and so it was an event. Ha- yeah. It was an event. And I wish we would go back to that, you know, and have beautiful china and Yeah, we silver. don't anymore. Like, I'll, we'll eat in our cars, and we'll eat in front of the TV, or I we'll mean, do I do that, too. But I know, I, mean, I know, but that's what I mean. We've all evolved to doing that, when back then, that's how you were to connect with people and family and all that. You have all these meals and these events that happen. It's how you entertain. Yeah, exactly. It's the art of entertaining. So I'm deep in the book here, yes. and I kind of zoned out of the conversation, so I'm deep in the book, so yes. I feel that we need to discuss some of these recipes. Oh, so we're going to keep it for another break? I, I would like to. So Suzanne, do you have the time? Can you you stick around? Excellent. All right. When we come back, we will continue our conversation with Suzanne Corbett. She is the author of, you know, the shorthand, the uh, Campbell House cookbook, but it is The Gilded Table, Recipes and Table History from the Campbell House. Do stay with us. Also still to come, Stacey Tobin on The John and Kane Show. I have found myself deeply immersed into this fantastic book from our guest, Suzanne Corbett, ladies and gentlemen. The Gilded Table, Recipes and Table History from That's the Campbell right. House. Suzanne, thank you for coming in. Now, John, as you are in, enveloped in it, and you were looking at some of the recipes, and the thing is, this has a lot of representation in the form of pictures because there is an operational museum that is surrounding this table and this history in the Campbell oh, yeah. House, right? So oh, yeah. explain to people how, is it something they can just go visit and show oh, up? please do. You, and particularly, we're coming into the season where you want to visit yeah. the Campbell House because it's going to be bedecked with the holidays, with Christmas. I mean, the Victorian ideal is you can't overdo Christmas. Right. I mean, everything is just garland and it's it's just gorgeous. And the table will be set beautifully. Oh, love that. Absolutely gorgeous. So online, where can they connect to sort of get directions and find out, you know, sort of schedule it for themselves? Call or you can call the house or get online to CampbellHouseMuseum.org. CampbellHouseMuseum.org. And you can click through and uh, yeah. you can get all the information. You can get a history. You can take a visual quick tour. But the tour you want to take is to actually go down and walk all oh, seven lay levels of the house. And from what I'm seeing, as John is thumbing through the book right now, it's practically a tour of the house and everything all the stories involved in this book. Well, there's a lot of stories that that talk about the Campbell family, uh, and there's a lot that talks about just the way to behave nicely during the Gilded Age. Yeah, and so, it talks about the people who dined. I mean, President Grant was a guest at the table on numerous ca- occasions. Nice. I mean, anyone who was anyone dined with the Campbells. And you That's came fantastic. and you dined through the entire evening. So as you're thumbing through that, John, is there any recipe on like buffalo wings? No. No? No. Nothing no. like that? Will you stop? Be- you're, you're being uncouth. What? You're being uncouth. Oh, my apologies. I, uh, no, 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 no. That, that could have been buffalo wings, but there could have been buffalo. And there are and that, some references exactly. to buffalo tongue, but not in her written collection. Got it. And actually, beef tongue, buffalo tongue. I imagine that's. Be- I imagine buffalo tongue would be great too. Well, Roast. there was a, a calf's tongue in the original recipes, but there were some that we left out just because of twenty first century sensibilities. Oh, I got you. Or sensitivities. Uh, well, it's just because I've it had just cow doesn't tongue. go with your 
palate. Although some of these new chefs today who are rediscovering all these things, it's like, really? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Old hat. It's like Old goat hat. eyes with on a bed of lettuce. Yes. It's like, no, sorry, not interested. They're they're goat eyes. Can I can I just tell you that I'm on page fifty five and this copper sink I know, look with, at that. With this wood counter is phenoms. Yeah, it's fabulous. It's absolutely great. (laughs) You know, and they were one of the first houses that was able to have water piped into their house. But, you know, they used lead pipes. It wasn't always the, you know. Yeah. Why am I going crazy in my old days? That'll leave a mark. That'll leave a mark. All right. This is absolutely incredible. I literally will find myself the rest of the show looking through this. Absolutely. Um, Fantastic. Uh, Suzanne, thank you so much for coming in. It's a pleasure. It's great to see you. Seven years later. Seven. I'm trying to make myself younger again. (laughs) That's great. 27. No. All right. So, fudge it too much, you'll have to go back to detention. That's right. There you go. Crack the whip. Um, CampbellHouseMuseum.wordpress.com is the blog, so you can go and see a lot of some of the singular posts and pictures and information on the actual house itself. And then the book, you can, of course, find the book at CampbellHouseMuseum.org. Is that correct? Right. And there'll be at different gift shops around town like uh, the Botanical Gardens, Love the it. Arch. Um, it's going to be everywhere. It's, Left it's Bank just Books. in the fabric of St. Louis. That's in right. In the fabric of St. Louis. And We're on hoping. Instagram, Campbell Museum on Instagram, and on Twitter, Campbell Museum. So uh, you can even, you know, even when there wasn't really social media on the interwebs back then, you can still find out more about uh, this book, the museum, and all that. It's fantastic. Let us applaud, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Oh, Suzanne, thank you. thank you for coming in. Thank you. When we come back, Stacey Tobman back on the show. Do you stay with us? It is the John and Kane Show. We move ever so gracefully from the 19th century and Mm. Suzanne Corbett and her book uh, originating from the Gilded Age to now, uh, (laughs) you know, the 21st century, ladies and gentlemen, uh, where women were vastly different from the 19th century (laughs) to today. And we're happy that they are. Hey, some of the dreams were big back then, too, though. What? Girls dreaming big. You're right. With that, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, Stacey Topman. That's right. Thank you. Founder and CEO of Girls Dreaming Big and Rise Collaborative Workspace. Seeing you on the social media, getting <laughs> lots of traction. Mm. What's you. happening in your world? Yeah, I feel very blessed. We launched an Indiegogo campaign for Rise Collaborative Workspace. Nice. Yeah. So what do they look for when they go on Indiegogo? What do they search? They search Rise Collaborative Workspace. Perfect. Yeah. And, and so give us a few perks. <laughs> we have awesome perks. Yeah. You know, what we're building is a female-focused co-working space to really create a pipeline for success. So all of our perks are kind of in that Ooh, frame in of that reference. Vein. Okay, yeah. I got it. We want to be able to help you know high school girls as well as successful women. So the younger girls, you know, there are um, opportunities to be coached or tutored. Yeah. There's a fun coffee mug, uh, lunch with successful women. Women here in St. Louis, really exposing them to those amazing women that want to be a part of this. And Absolutely. then for the women themselves, they could uh, do a one-month membership into the space. Oh, I love or it. Or sco- better yet, I have something better, a what? scholarship for the girls. You know, getting us a one-year-long scholarship for a high school girl in their name. Holy smokes. Yeah. Now, that is fantastic. So, let's be good radio people okay, first. I'm ready. And those listeners who haven't heard it, because for us, you've been on the show several <laughs> I times. Love your show. And we I know exactly what you're all about <laughs> and what you do and how inspirational you are. Right. But let's get that story out there for the listeners who are new and who don't know who you are. Okay. Well, so I was a high school math teacher.
teacher. I'm a big nerd at heart <laughs> for 12 years. And, um, you know, I left to start a company, Girls Dream Big, to really help young women to dream and achieve big. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing when I started. So I started interviewing smart, strong, successful women. And here now, three years in, I've probably interviewed over 300 women. Yeah. And there was this common message I kept hearing. You know, the women want an opportunity to collaborate with each other. And they want to give back and make a difference in young women's lives too. Sure. So hence my second company, Rise Collaborative Workspace, <laughs> to really create that, create this awesome atmosphere where women can come together, you know, have a professional atmosphere, and then also give back. Well, let, take a story. Just re- oh, John oh, has his hand up. I just want to put a couple. <laughs> you said math in. teacher, and they start raising. He's his like, hand. I'm ready to I talk know, about math. No, no, I just want to put. A, <laughs> she has not only um, one master's degree, mm-hmm. but two. Two masters. She has one in administration yeah. and one in school counseling. Wow. So she keeps you in line, my That's true. <laughs> That's right? true. Did you guys go to the principal's office quite a bit? As I'm, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I, went, I went to detention a lot because I would be dramatic and act out. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, well, we that's paying that off earlier. now, right? <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It was definitely a good precursor to what yeah. he's doing right now. So right. I was just the kid that didn't know what she wanted to be when she grew up. I have two undergraduate degrees and two common, masters. Right? It is. I think there's too much pressure to feel like you have to have all the answers yeah and you don't always and so i guess that's kind of the inspiration behind your idea too because they're almost it's it's almost like you don't have it's not that you don't have any direction when you get out of high school but the reality is there really is a very small amount of things available at least to people who are in the high school area where they're not getting all that information in the high well, school. Well, you just can't be what you can't see, right? So yeah. unless your mom's doing something cool or your dad's doing something cool, you don't really, I didn't realize all the amazing opportunities that are out there until I got out and started having coffee right. with these women. So it's really about exposing young women to the awesome opportunities that are out there so they can figure it out before they're like mid-30s. And that, it's so true <laughs> because if you don't experience it, you don't know if it's possible. No. It's and about being around the impossible and realizing that it's quite possible. Okay. Alright, then we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Uh, girls Dreaming Big.com is the website. Facebook.com slash Girls Dreaming Big. And of course on Twitter, it's GDB, Girls Dreaming Big Academy. Yes, like and then get Rise, Girls Dreaming Big in there, try. And is Rise, yeah, exactly. And Rise Collaborative Workspace, that's risecollaborativeworkspace.com? Um, I wish. Unfortunately, it was, we are riseworkspace.com. 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 But on Got Facebook, it. we are Rise Collaborative Workspace. And Look same with Instagram. Look at that. You can totally be found. You're not hidden online at <laughs> You can all. find me. I'm out there. So when we come back, another break with Stacey Taubman here on the John O'Kane Show. I know. It's, <laughs> it's sad. It's, it's really, really depressing to have to end the show today. Especially with such a great guest who's been back several times who isn't scared of us. Stacey Taubman! <laughs> yes, indeed. Founder and CEO of Girls Dreaming Big and Rise Collaborative Workspace. I like the arc of today's show. So, like, really not a joke. Like, Suzanne Corbett came in, right? And we're looking at recipes for cooking from the 19th century. They That's go so cool. all, all mm. the way back to 1854, right? And we look at the, the transformation in women rights and 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 how you know women are viewed in society from the 19th century to now right and so you know i would i would assert in many ways you know you're at the forefront of continuing to alter perception and and how people you know view how women are viewed in society would you agree oh absolutely and i think we've made lots of progress i mean let's not say that we haven't we've made tons and Mm -hmm. i'm excited that i've been able to reap the benefits because of it right but we're far from where we need to be and and we're really getting out there and making the change Mm. 
And I feel like there's a lot of momentum out there today. I mean, there's a lot of incredible people in this space really wanting to see the change. We just haven't got there yet, and we're working hard to get there. Well, I think it's funny knowing you were going to be on the show today. I've been actually reading this book for the past couple of weeks called Sapien, right? And it's it's all about the evolution of Homo sapien and coming out of Homo erectus. And and there's a like probably about the last two and a half hours has been all about how women and men's roles, uh, you know, altered and changed based on how cultures developed. And it was fascinating. And um, trust me, I'm not going to go down that, that road <laughs> yeah, right like now. I'm a right? But, right I, but I think it's interesting that the way that the way that our modern world has developed has in many ways made it possible mm-hmm. for 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 women to alter their um, their their place in society, right? So, like, even if we look at a couple of hundred years ago about, you know, how women would would take care of the children, right? And how that impacted, you know, how men controlled food because they were the ones that were taking care of it. So that altered that. But now, because food is pretty much available to all of us, we can alter that. And I just think it's interesting how it changes the whole philosophy and also what's possible. Yeah, and really figuring out what that means and what that looks like and mm-hmm. how, would you do, how do we do it. I think women have so many mixed messages and pressures and mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out, are we supposed to do it all? You know, how mm-hmm. do we do it all? Is that even what we're supposed to be right. doing? So I think there's a lot to be figured out and, and we're we're going after it. Well, you're doing it. That's, yeah. that's my well, we point. Want, the big thing is providing the support, right? right? Like, I think as women, we often, we want to have that me too moment. Mm-hmm. We want to be around other women who are facing some of our same struggles. Mm-hmm. And we want to be able to vent sometimes and, and, and share in this common experience. Mm-hmm. And so I think by creating that community and those connections, you really build confidence and make massive change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as we have just over a minute left, can you give an idea of the services that you actually provide for these young girls in high school and out of mm-hmm. high school to help them kickstart their life in a way? Yeah, well, when we open Rise Collaborative, what we're going to do is offer a membership for them. So it's a, a it's an academic workspace. So instead of going to the library, instead of going to Starbucks, they have this place away from home because yeah. high school girls and teens want to get away from home. But that's really focused on their success. Yeah. So they can come, work on their homework, be tutored, be coached, all in this space where there's a ton of successful women. These teenage girls can also be in- interns and be mentored by the, the members of our... And inspired. I mean, that's the yeah. side effect there. And obviously. just exposure. If nothing else, imagine yeah. high school girls. I know I said this last time, but imagine high school girls working on their homework and 100 feet away are these amazing women. Yeah. I mean, and that's game changing. And it makes their homework look very small in comparison to what these women are accomplishing. And therefore, they don't look at the homework as such a daunting it's mountain a means to, to climb. End. And it makes that silly drama they're facing in school. All like the things that we get caught up in seem not as, as important. The boy yeah. drama, the girl drama. It's like, you know what? I see where I'm headed and yeah. I can just forget about that. Awesome. All right. Remind them where they can find you online and connect. Yeah. So we'd love it if you checked out our Indiegogo campaign. Yes. We need to raise, raise that 25000 to get this going. It's Just go to Indiegogo.com and look up Rise Collaborative Workspace. Love that. Yeah. Excellent. It's the first and foremost place I want to And on to your go. website, is there a link to the Indiegogo? There is. So yeah. girlsdreamingbig.com mm-hmm. and you'll find the Indiegogo link there. Absolutely. As well Click as riseworkspace.com. And Fantastic you can check out our perks. social media. We're all over the place. Come and this find is us. perfect, by the way. If you're a, a mom of a daughter in high school or coming out of high school, you know, look into this. And like yeah. you said, you you had scholarships and you soon have memberships available mm-hmm. for the Rise Collaborative Workspace. There's a lot here as a parent that you're like, you know what, if I want to do 
the best job a parent can do. I'm going to recognize Girls Dreaming Big in this Rise Collaborative Workspace as a place for my daughter to be to help her on her life yeah. journey as I, she's starting it You can tell why I love you guys. Yeah, see? <laughs> that's why I like hanging out with you. That's right. All right, that's awesome. All right, Girls Dreaming Big and, of course, Rise Collaborative Workspace CEO and founder of Girls Dreaming Big and Rise Collaborative Workspace, Stacy Tobman. Thank so, you. So, Stacy. Yes. Um, you're going to participate in our signature close in just a moment. Oh no! But what I would just mean? like no, 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 no. You've done it before, I think. Okay, okay. I just, I just want you to know that standing offer. You know, anytime you want to come by, just you know, shoot us. An just email. walk in. Yeah, but yeah, it's, you don't uh, have to tell anybody. Like, just walk in. He'll be creepy and hug you. I'll hug you in the beginning. <laughs> he'll hug you. I'll hug you in the middle of the show. After the interview. Yeah. That's, okay, that's I'll okay. hug you in the middle of it. Then at the end of it, yeah. that's why I just shake. And then your I'll hand. call you the next day and You're see if we can meet up. Because, You're the no, hugger. Right. I'm the hugger. Right. Yeah. I just you want you. I, I just want you to know that I respect you. Is my point. Okay. Wow. As though somehow I don't. I'm just saying. You see what he's doing? I see what he's doing. This is Yeah. He tried to imply that I didn't respect you by hugging me. Yeah. Exactly. Somehow, I don't know, in his warped mind, that made sense. <laughs> like to thank Suzanne Corbett for yes, being on the Suzanne, show today. Thank you so much. Check out her book at the Camel House. That was fantastic. Like to thank Stacey Tobin Yay, for being Stacey. on the show today. Have we hugged yet? Uh, on tomorrow's show, Lindsay Walden will be in to make me uncomfortable because that's what she that's does. That's what she does. Because she's our thick, thick sex therapist. Easy for you and to I say. I can't say that word. Uh, and then Alicia Blackwell shall be in. Uh, oh, Alicia. She'll have alcohol. Uh, certified Somalia, Alicia Blackwell? Uh, certified Somalia. We've had her on the show before. Oh, this is going to be good. Certified Somalia. This is going to be good. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. All right. So, uh, Stacy, you're going to participate in our signature close. Hang on. Stand by. Folks, follow us on the social media at John and Kane Show. At Indio underscore radio. Those handles are great for Twitter and Instagram. Though we literally have thousands and thousands of listeners, as proven by the recent PBS uh, video, thanks to the Domain Tech Report and uh, Ed Domain, yeah. uh, a lot of you, because we haven't told you, you don't go out and like the Facebook page. Mm. So, therefore, it makes it look like... Like not a lot of people listen to us, and that hurts our egos. So now we have to start saying that, like the Facebook page, right? Because that means something. It absolutely does. I roll my eyes. Uh, anyway, no, please do that. Don't uh, no, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, don't don't it. take right. John's descending. Right. John descending. That's stuff. right. That's don't right. take it the wrong way. That's a hashtag. Folks, it is by John, the way. Descending. John descending. Uh, also, make sure that you like the Indio Radio Facebook page. That's right, as well. Um, because not only that, but the IndioRadio.wordpress.com, the blog site there, done by our own very uh, talented. Talented producer Catherine Grimsley. You notice how I buttered her up there? Yeah, with the no, I did because did you're you creepy that? with her. Um, you, you can find that. that video that John referenced earlier. See, thank you. Appreciate that. That's creepy. Um, that Stop it. You can actually find the video that PBS and the Domain Tech Report did on the show and our blogging are in. Uh, Podcasting efforts are right there. Again, indioradio.wordpress.com. Thank you to you Uber fans who listen to the live show, 10 a.m. indioradio.com. Thank you to you Uber somewhat less fans uh, who listen to the replay <laughs> at 5 p.m. And thank you to the rest of you lazy, lazy crazies who uh, listen to us. How? We're not questioning your loyalty. We appreciate you. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podomatic. Just search Indio Radio Podcast. You'll see all the John and Kane shows right there. Or just Google John and Kane show. You'll see... Everywhere we exist on the interwebs. All right. Stacey's been very, very polite and, and calm. patient this whole and time. patient. I was a math teacher. Come on. That's I'm right. trained to be this way. <laughs> the last thing we say is Indio Radio. We do it all together. And here we go. It's the John and Kane Show. Broadcasting live from Shock City Studios. And of course, all together. Indio Radio! <laughs> we shall see you tomorrow. Indeed. My good friends. <laughs>